What's up, guys? The Vinny Rock Podcast, and with me today, I have Sean Whalen. And if you guys don't know who he is, Sean has over a billion views. Close to it. Close to a billion views on his social media videos. Um, Sean is kind of of known as being very controversial, I guess, very, very um, opinionated on his beliefs, whether it be uh, political or not, or or any any other subject. But, you know, in, in recent recent social media i've been paying attention a lot and seeing uh there's kind of been a change man and it's kind of been a really cool cool direction you've been going and so i wanted to bring you on board if you know me uh sean i don't ever go too far left or too far right i actually kind of keep it very neutral i have my beliefs and i don't publicize them because of the fact like man in the world i'm in right now with acting with 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 film um i could easily I think hurt my own career by being very um, opinionated on, on what I believe. And so I just do it on the safe, on the safe side of things just to make sure my family is still taken care of. I, I play it safe on social media and I like to be at that, that place of uh, almost positivity and people know that's going to be, but, but yours sometimes <laughs> can go, can go off the rails. Yeah. It's fun, dude. I like, I love talking. I love debate. I love conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really enjoy stimulating conversation. Like the superficial stuff just doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. So for me, like I, I definitely have, you know, my feet planted where I want to be. And when I see something, this is how I feel. This is what I believe. And, and, you know, I, I enjoy that because it's, uh, it gets people talking. I think, you know, we live in a day and an age where, where everything is politically incorrect. You know, you're, everybody's mad about something. Everyone's so, offended. Yeah. And, and to me, like the, the only way that you resolve a lot of that shit is, is, is talking is conversation. Yeah. And sometimes it's heated. Sometimes it's whatever, but like well, the craziest part is that, people don't know how to do it like a, a good argument, right? They don't know how to do yeah. debate. It yeah. seems like uh, if you have an opinion, then they just throw a bunch of fucking memes at you and they talk yeah. shit and fucking block you. And you're like, what the well, fuck dude, was you that? Got, you got kids. It's yeah. like it's like the, 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 the three or four year old standing in the corner with their fingers in their ears like, la, 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 like yelling, yeah. I don't want to, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, dude, if you're not willing, and, I, and I'm wrong all the time. Yeah. I'll acknowledge when I'm yeah. wrong. I'll acknowledge when I don't know something. But like, that's the thing I love about you know, our day and age, especially with social media, being able to yeah. have like legitimate conversations with people. And, and there's certain people that just come out of the gates. Yeah. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Cause you like Trump or whatever. And I'm like, you know, even trying to engage in a conversation oh, is, is a futile effort. Yeah. But, but I think a majority of the people really truly, um, want to converse, but they just don't, like you said, they don't know how, because we're, we're well, the hardest thing, man, is like, you know, my community is obviously law enforcement military. And you, you know, most of those guys have, 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 we already know what direction they kind of fall into the right or the left. And, um, but very few can actually articulate, articulate a solid argument, right? Yeah. They themselves get frustrated and they just start saying, fuck you too. And I'm like, bro, no one's winning this argument right. when it's just a bunch of fuck you's thrown at each other. I love to seeing it like a, a nice, uh, a debate. You know, there's guys out there that are, that have some awesome podcasts that I follow that fuck right. man, they blow me away, man, because they're just so intelligent. You know, even, even Joe Rogan's, his oh, opinions yeah. are just intelligent. You got freaking, I mean, there's tons of guys out there that, that have their, that have their debate and they, they kill it, man. Um, and then there's the people that just don't do not know how to communicate. I mean, I mean, I, I don't even know what her name is. Orozco was her name with that lady. Oh, dude. oh so we, that lady is, the, we could spend five hours. Right. Talking about and that, I, don't, I don't even want to get on that <laughs> subject, but it's funny because like I sit there, I'm a, I feel like a pretty open-minded person that where I don't take, 
anything as fact. I actually research it and I go through as many different publications I can to kind of read and see where it's pulling from, who's kind of pushing more towards the right, who's pu- pushing more towards the left opinion, and then I kind of make an opinion on my own. Yep. Why the fuck doesn't the rest of the world do that Dude, shit? That, that's, what, that's why people can't. That, I mean, people, you, 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 you fear what you don't know. Yeah. And so yeah. when you bring something up or when somebody talks about you know, this deal or that deal or, or economics, if you don't know economics, then you're, you're instantly like triggered by a headline. And I think most the people, dude. they read these headlines oh like Trump said this or she said this or they did that. And they instantly go into this insanity mode because yeah. they just don't know. And I'm, I'm very yeah. much like you. Like I, I consume CNN, Fox, ABC, yep, NBC, everything. Drudge Report, the whole thing. And I so I'll, I'll formulate my own opinions yeah. based on, you know, my own research. And I think so few people do that. It's, we live in a day and an age and it's, we used to have to research. We read the papers, yeah, we right? We read magazines. We actually, yeah, we read shit. Yeah. Where nowadays people literally flip on their phone and it's a headline: Trump's a racist and because he said it. this. Well, then they do because they don't know, and it's way easier yeah. to just run with like what your friends say or your mom yep. says or your dad says than it is to step back and say, okay, let me look at this for a second and actually educate yeah. myself on you know this deal or that deal, right. and, and well, that's what I find. It kills me, man, because that's the hardest thing to watch on social media is yeah. people, people post an angry rant on something they've never educated themselves on, but right. they've read the fucking tagline, which is a clickbait tagline, oh, right? yeah. which is a clickbait tagline. Media is not dumb, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Multi-billion dollar companies for they a reason. They're the not fuck fucking they're stupid. And so these people jump off the fucking wagon on this shit. Like the hardest thing for me being, being ex-Border Patrol agent, right? A former Border Patrol agent working in special operations, working on, the, working on the border, doing all the immigration shit, being Latin American myself. All of a sudden, fucking, you start seeing all this stuff about immigration, and people are like, oh my God, we're treating Im- immigrants so bad. It's like, uh, no, we're actually just doing the job that was actually told to us, <laughs> even before Trump was instated, right. right? It was actually Obama, and it was uh, an immigration policy that was been put into place way back then. And so, and us as agents, like, what do you want me to do? All of a sudden, go, go pay for a hotel? I only do what, I was, what is told to me, what is taught to me, and what, is, what, is, what I'm informed on how to do it. And, and you do it in the best manner possible. Like yeah. every time you any, bring in any kind of illegal immigrant, you have to process them, and especially if they have kids, you're doing your best to feed them the right way. There's an actual requirement. Like we have to feed them a juice. We have to give them the candy. We have to give them the, like a certain kind of package plus a blanket and a pillow system kind of concept. And, and then the world goes crazy over over one picture that is an old picture that is not even the right picture, right? Yeah. And, and, and the political, you know, the arguments go back and forth, left and the right going, going at it, and no one's articulating like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is all bullshit. Yeah. You know, like, and that was hard for me to watch that where, where Homeland Security themselves really didn't get a spokesman involved until way after a lot of the shit hit. Yeah, it blew up. Yeah, and right. it's like, whoa, get someone involved early and start protecting your own people because all my friends on the border were getting death threats from their family members and friends were like, that's dude, crazy, what the fuck bro. are you guys doing down there? And they're like, whoa, bro, that's... Same thing I was doing last year and the year before that. Why, why, so I'm a big fan, and I know it sounds really elementary, but I, to me, if, if I can't explain something or yeah. write something out on a whiteboard, it's too complex. Yeah. And so for me, like when, when we have these conversations, because I'm involved yeah. in, you know, people are like... They, I get called a racist oh, and a Nazi and all kinds of yeah. shit. I'm like, listen, I've seen you, you get death threats your- to your family, oh, yeah. to yourself. It's crazy. I've had death threats. I've had my pe- my kids, you know, and I'm pretty open. My ki- people yeah. know my kids' names, but I'm like, do you lock your doors at night? Yeah, yeah, I lock my doors. Why? So that nobody comes into my house. I'm like, let's just let's just assume that America is a, a house, yeah. like in Canada and whatever else. Would you, it's the same? It's such a simple, rational conversation, know, but people I can't. I don't understand. They can't go there, and I, it's like. How come people don't understand that? It it, it really trips me out too, man. Because like, what do you, what are people wanting to see? Are you right. wanting to see just us get just 
so many like thousands and thousands of people come here to America to live the American dream, but then have no resources to provide that American right. dream. Right. Like it doesn't make sense to me. There's no, I guess there's no rhyme to the reason I, I don't have, I haven't been given a good explanation for why they want just open borders. Like, like, what do you mean that that doesn't sound that doesn't make sense it to does, me. It's like, not logical. It's not logical at right. all. And so when someone comes with that argument for me, I'm just like, man, I am confused on right. where this person comes from. Like, is this fucking Narnia, dude? Because that is not reality. Well, lo logic doesn't work in a lot of things. I mean, if you look at our, our I mean, $22 trillion yeah. of debt and it keeps going up and we keep spending yeah, and we keep crazy. spending. And it's not Obama. It's not Trump. It's not, I mean, it's just the way that this country is 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 going. Yeah. When you stop and think about what, you know, what sells? Yeah. Sex, money. I mean, all of the, yeah. the, the heightened so, emotional state. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, man. Which is why everything <laughs> is an emotional conversation. Yeah. Like when you say somebody's a, you know, a bad dude or this or that yeah. or the other, it gets people riled up yeah. and, and people follow that. You know that. I mean, yeah, no, that's I what it. starts revolutions. That's what right. starts wars. That's what starts fights. If we sat down logically, we could solve every single problem that we ever had. Like whether it's on the playground at school, yeah. whether it's two, two countries going to war, but what happens? We get super, super, super emotional. Right. And people don't know how to handle their own personal emotions. And so it's way easier to lash out at somebody else. Why? Because you're scared. I mean, people yeah. fear what they don't know. They and don't if you know don't it, know, yeah. you know, foreign policy, if you don't understand why it's right. important, you know, not only like socially, but economically yeah. for this country to have a secure country, if you don't 100%. understand that, you fear that. And then you can't yeah. rationally talk about you it. You haven't been educated enough. And so that. then it's yeah. really easy to just lash out and say, well, <laughs> Trump hates all Mexicans, <laughs> yeah. you know, fuck him and whatever, whatever. And it's like, no, dude, you that's, don't understand yeah, how it really works. Yeah. It's, it's a trip how that works, man. And you know, it's like, it's it's tough for me because I want to voice my opinion sometimes. But at the same time, it's like you're never going to get a, a someone who wants to articulate their argument back. You know, you're just going to yeah. get shit on. So like, yeah. fuck all that. I'm gonna throw that out. I'm not even worried about that shit no more, bro. <laughs> I get shit on every day, but I I kind of you know, like we were talking about earlier. I I didn't set out to to have this social media following and yeah. stuff. And 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 it was something that that I really do. You know, I believe in in deity. I believe in God, and yeah. and I truly believe that like as as I've grown as an individual and as a man, as a father, you know, as, as a thought leader, I went through everything that I went through yeah. for a reason. I went through a divorce. I went through a bankruptcy yep. so I could speak to those issues yep. because there's millions and millions and millions of people going through that. And yep. like, I truly believe that, that this, this platform that, that I've been given is, is something that I'm supposed to use. Right. right. And, and I truly believe stimulating people's minds, you know, name my company lines, not sheep. People yeah. are just asleep and they don't know where yeah. to go and who to turn to. And, and, you know, it's like, Paul Revere, when Paul Revere came riding through town, he's like, look, you got two choices. You can roll with me and possibly live yeah. or you can stay here and fucking die. And the way that I look at it is it's like, if you don't wake up, yeah. you know, economically, socially, morally, civilly, like you're just going to get run over yeah. and you're going to fall into the cracks of this mundane lifestyle yeah. that we've been programmed to believe in. And, and, and what I truly believe is we're, you know, the beauty of technology is it's waking people up. And I yeah. think that's why people are so fucking pissed and fighting and warring is this because it's like, we're starting to feel again. We're yeah. starting to like, we've been lulled to sleep for the last 50, 60 years and just do as you're told, shut the fuck up. And now people are like, you know what? No, dude, I have a, I have an opinion on this or I want to talk well, about this. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like, people probably didn't realize that they can have an effect. Right. Right. They totally. just thought like, oh, I'm just part of the system, man. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna let me go to work and do my part in the government right. and do my thing. You're like, fuck no, dude. You can actually make a big ass ripple if everyone starts fucking moving in the same fucking motion, right? Totally. Like, if there's a belief system, you can make it happen. You, you know, look at some of these third world countries, man, like Venezuela and and 
um, Brazil, like 12, 13 million people taken to the streets. Could you imagine if 13 million Americans showed up in DC? Crazy. Shut the fucking place down. Dude, it's crazy. What are you going to do? How are you going to stop that? You can't. What's happening in in Venezuela is just crazy scary, dude. Yeah, it's a trip. But those are people that are highly motivated to yeah. see change right well and, they had to there's right. a different world there like we're, yeah. we're, we're fucking first world problems here right you know what i'm telling my daughter that like like you don't see a suicide issue in third world countries right. no, no no they're surviving right they don't have an issue trying like, to get to dinner yeah, we're not, worried yeah. about when not, yeah, horizon goes down three and, miles to get water and bring it back for fucking for the family yeah. to eat right they're not worried about what fucking socks are gonna wear and if they're fucking gonna get bullied at school because no one gives a fuck right. right they're over there trying to survive yeah and i try to tell like like man we have first world problems, man. We are fucking spoiled. She goes, what do you mean we're not spoiled? You don't have the fucking house you want. I'm like, no, I, I, I'm living good yeah. compared to what most people are out there in these third world countries that are just trying to live and survive. They're not thinking about like, hey, let me commit suicide. No, they're thinking like, holy yeah, fuck. Yeah, I'm starving, man. Every day I need to survive. I got to survive. There's, right. there's no other thought process but survival. And that right in itself is like, they don't have issues like this, right? They're not worried about political situations because political is not helping them. Right. You know what I mean? All they're trying to do is live. Yeah. And it's like, we are so spoiled in everything we have and all the voice that we have and all the, the money that we have. And the man, look at, I can go down the street and get a taco or a burrito or a fucking burger and any fucking, you know, and there's not a lot of people that have that opportunity, yeah. you know? And so we have so many first world problems that it's fucking crazy, dude. And that's why we have, all the issues you have on social media, people are just looking for drama daily. Well, dude, people are—they're bored, man. Bro, they're bored out of, so they're bored out of their fucking bored. minds, bro. We—I I looked at a study the other day. I'm writing this article and shit, and, and the study said that we are look at our phones about a, almost 11 hours a day, almost 11 hours a day is an average, and we're either streaming something, we're audioing something, we're fucking looking at our social media. And is because we are looking for entertainment from through other people's lives. Yeah, that's why guys like me and you even have a position in, in yeah. the social media world, right? Because people are like looking for answers, right? Like I think everyone needs a leader, right. you know. And right now, there's like everyone's like just thirsty for more information, thirsty for entertainment, thirsty for fucking for for leadership, right? For for answers, right? Oh, my life fucking sucks. Like, dude, all of our lives fucking suck. Dude, a dude. lot of people, and what's funny is a lot of people say like what you just said, they're like, dude, you're controversial or you're this or that, and and. I don't do what I do. I don't say what I say to be polarizing. I'm not like, hey, I don't wake up in the morning going, all right, how many people can I piss off today? Right. Like what agenda can I spit that's gonna fucking get everybody riled up? It's right. like, no, I'm I'm consuming the world, I'm consuming yep. the media, I'm consuming what's happening and because I'm we we hear all the time and I love this when people say this, they're like, Our society's fucked. I'm like, dude, you're part of society. You yeah. and I are part of society. I can sit here and say society's fucked, which means I'm fucked because right. I'm part of the deal. So it's like, I've got two choices. I can just sit and, and as the scriptures say, be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, or I can plant my feet and say, no, motherfuckers, here's what I believe. Yeah. And that shocks people because nobody is really coming to the surface and saying, now fuck this. Because they don't or, feel or, like they have the, the power, but right. they do. They do. They, they fucking do. do. Right, right. That's and, the craziest thing. Like all these little influencers definitely have a, a potential to influence. Yeah. And, and we already talked about that. How many messages you get saying you, that, that someone, you know, that you've inspired them, that they, they didn't commit suicide because of a message that you put out yeah. that they, that you've motivated them to do more in their lives. Like you don't, re, people don't realize those influencers are no shit influencing, you know, right? in, yeah. in, in positive manners, especially like, like funny. Cause when you said that in the beginning, when I first started seeing you pop up on social media and everything, I was like, man, this motherfucker is controversial. And, and it felt like right. you're like, let's see how I can piss a lot of motherfuckers off, get a lot of shares. Cause fuck you world. You know yeah. what I mean? And then as you follow along and you keep watching and keep watching, I've seen you kind of grow into like a very, very like, you know, your lane, you know, your position, you know, your, your belief systems, fuck everyone else. Right. And, yeah. but, and it's funny. It's like, 
who the fuck am I to question that? Cause I'm the same. Yeah. I'm not as vulgar, right? Or, or I don't, I don't push certain things because I just don't want to deal in that space. Right. I don't want to deal in the political space, but, but at the same time, like I, I'm the same where I was like, I put what I want and what I believe and say, fuck you. If you don't believe that, like, I don't give a shit because right. shit, it's my goddamn life. Fuck you. you know, it's funny. I had a buddy the other day and on the same topic. He posted about like, he doesn't believe in God and he thinks people that fucking believe in religion, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool, dude. I unfollowed him. And my daughter's like, why would you unfollow him? It's just his opinion. I was like, yeah, yeah, but I don't have to look at that. You don't need it That's in the space. cool thing about this yeah. shit. I don't need to fucking look at that shit. I don't need to pay attention to anyone's fucking jargon. They're bullshit. Yep. I don't need to comment just to fucking feel good about myself and be like, well, fuck you, bro. Like, no, dude. Yeah, it's true. What I'd rather do is fucking spend the energy doing something more positive unfollow that motherfucker move on dude yeah but the, I, wor- the world can't i love i love the fact that we have the ability to do it yeah. you know and that's my that's the thing yeah. that i saw like when i first started posting on social media a couple of years ago i was afraid to yeah because i had gone through the bankruptcy i went through a divorce yeah. and i was like super humiliated all about my life and i'm like oh dude and it was already all out it was just i just i, I just was like being judged right like no, I, I ask know. people all the time as i travel and as i speak i'm like how many people in here have failed and, and yeah. literally a thousand people raise their hands and, i'm and like how many of you failed like me a lot of fucking times and everybody's failed yeah. and so people keep talking about i'm afraid of failure nobody's afraid of failing no. because we've done it. we're experts at it like yeah. we're fucking experts yeah. at failing what people are deathly afraid of and what i was deathly afraid of was being judged yeah because no matter what i say i mean at the yeah, end of the day right. i tell people i'm like look you, no matter what you say, no matter what you do in life, you're going to be judged, yeah. right? If you're fat, it's because you're a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. If you're ripped, it's because you're taking steroids. Yeah. If you're poor, it's because you're a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. If you're rich, you've got to be like a snake oil salesman ripping people off. Yeah. So no matter where you go, yeah. somebody's going to judge you. Oh, for and, and, sure. and so like, if you really stop and think about that, everything that I do in my life, I'm, I'm going to be under a microscope, whether it's a big microscope from, yeah. a, from a public standpoint, whether it's just my family, yeah. people are going to judge the shit out of you. If yeah. you're going to college and you want to drop out, your whole family's like, oh shit, they're having a breakdown. We got to keep them in college. You're going to yeah. be a deadbeat. You're never going to get a good job, right. right? You're always going to be judged. And I think the thing that's really, was really powerful for me was understanding that, you know, it, my mess became my message. Yeah. And as I started sharing things like my challenge from my coaches yeah. and my people were like, dude, talk about it because I, I wasn't, I wasn't willing to talk about it. It was yeah. always the sunshine and the roses and the good shit. Yeah. And all of a sudden I shared this one post where I talked about my divorce and I was like, I was a dick yeah. and I said a lot of dumb things and I did a lot of dumb things. I yeah. was angry. I was bitter and it shocked people because you don't see a dude you know, with tattoos and beards talking about how he fucked up. You, you don't see that. And, and that was the very first post that went viral. That's and, the crazy thing though, bro. That's, it, that's, yeah. The that's, thing that's cool is I felt two things happened with yeah. that. I felt better. And this is what I tell yeah. like all my clients and people. I'm like, you know, liberating yourself from this idea that you have to keep all of these things secret. Yep. Like I felt better. But number two was millions and millions and millions of people resonated with yep. it because they fucked up too. And so it's like when you, when you become fully transparent and realize that like vulnerability is actually a superpower. Yeah. We weren't programmed to be vulnerable. We were programmed right. to bang on our chest as alpha yeah. males be and just guy, put your big boy guy. pants yeah. on and fucking go solve the problem. Yeah, suck it up. Yeah. And, 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 and what I found is like the more I say, you know, yeah, this scares me or, or I'm intimidated by this or I yeah. fear this or whatever. People are like, yeah, I vibe with that because most people feel the same way and, and, and have the same reality. It's, it's because most people aren't willing to be honest because like you say, it's vulnerable. Right. And when you find someone out there that you either look up to you or reminds you of yourself, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's relating, um, you know, personality traits and you can be so honest with your life. It's like, fuck, 
how the how, why can he do that and why can't I? Exactly. Like, yeah, motherfucker, why not? Like, yeah. why can't you be honest? Like, you, you don't think it was like the most embarrassing thing to tell my dad I was getting divorced once, but like the second time too, bro, that was the hardest. I was like, well, now <laughs> I look like a real idiot because I'm gonna get divorced again. That's embarrassing, fucking shit. Yeah. You know what's even more embarrassing? Getting married for the third time because then you're like people are gonna be like, oh, here we go well, here again. It is. <laughs> when, when's when's the next one? Yeah, coming? exactly. It, the, right. That's that's what I knew people were gonna shit on me about, and yeah. I'm like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Right. I have to try because this is what I believe in. I'm not, a, I don't quit. I don't, I don't give up. Was I reluctant to do it? Fuck yes, bro. No one wants fucking three divorces under their belt, dude. That's fucking stupid. But I was like, okay, this is part of like, this is part of my world, right? This is my story and fuck it, dude. I'm going to go for it. And it's been great and I'm fucking blessed. But dude, there, that was always the thought process. Like, all right, fuck getting married again, dude. Cause yeah. I can't have three under my belt, you know, cause it's a fucking embarrassing thing. But once you own that shit, man, I had people coming out of the woodworks like, bro, same. Yeah. Dude, with the way you felt about your fucking divorces, the way you felt about starting a new relationship, the way you felt about being a, a single dad of four kids, all these things were so relatable to so many people. And they're like, man, I'm glad you even fucking just real about it. And like, fuck, this is the only way I know how to be. Yeah. I just fucking doing it on social media. I didn't realize it would have the fucking bounce back it did. Oh, dude, I, I, I'm the same way, man. I had no clue. You know, social, when social media first, when Facebook first came out, my ex-wife had it, and I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, what the fuck is this thing, <laughs> right? I was old school, making the phone calls, banging yeah. the doors, doing deals. And then all of a sudden, I started seeing it, and, and that first post really rocked me because it was real. It was just me. It was like really yeah. the first time that I had told truth, right? Everything else had this, like, mirage around it. Right. And, and, and you know, here's what I want this to look like and feel yeah, like yeah. and be like to everybody. And this was the first time where it was just peel back <sighs> the fucking all layers. messages. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, this is me. And people vibed with it and resonated. And I yeah. think that's what a lot of people are starving for is connection. We're starving for truth. Our whole, I mean, yeah. we don't know what to believe that's, anymore. That's the biggest thing, man. It doesn't matter your media source. It doesn't matter, like, is, is this person lying yeah. to me? Is that person lying to me? Right. I think people truly are starving for truth. And when they find something that stands out a little bit different, where they're like, oh, shit, I vibe with that. Yeah. They naturally want to, like, gravitate towards that deal. Yeah, you dude. Know? So, so, like, I do, a, because I've done social media for the past six years now, and, like, really into it, whether it's social media marketing, whether it's, you know, like, analytics and everything else, I do a lot of studying of social media. And I've seen, I guess you want to say, the evolution of social media influence influencers right and it started out with like who can do the funniest stupidest thing to generate fucking shares this is funny this is cool this is, all these guys they killed it for years i was part of that group right i was part of the group where we fucking made out because we can make people laugh and then it came to like oh, fuck everyone's doing that shit and it's getting old and i'm tired of fucking seeing all the gimmicks all the fucking stunts all the fucking the dick fart jokes in the world like i i'm getting tired of it and it's turning into who the fuck is the realest motherfucker online right let me find someone who's honest with life, who's real, who I can relate to. Let me follow this guy. And how are they successful? And how can I follow their lead in being successful? And that right now to me is the most addicting content out there for me as well as a, as a fan and a follower of other people. I follow the guys who are the most genuine. Like we already know yep. there's the circle of friends that we're all kind of connected with are those guys that I follow, right? Like, like the fucking Andy Priscilla is the fucking, you know, even Gary V. I right. love his fucking rawness. People are like, Oh, he's a fucking idiot. I was like, is he? I think he's pretty fucking brilliant because he just speaks his mind. Yeah. And that's a really cool way to be. He doesn't have to fucking fabricate a message. He doesn't have to contrive this fucking story. He just sat there and be like, I oh, know this didn't work for me. Cause fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and he just Dude. keeps rolling. Yeah. And it's, it's like, why wouldn't I rather sit there with a guy who's going to give me the most honest sentiment of his opinion other than the guy who's going to fucking do dick fart jokes, but fucking smoking mirrors and fucking, you know, yeah. computer graphics to make you laugh and buy their product. Like, huh? 
I'm a, I'm rather spend my time wisely watching the guy who's going to provide value in my life. Yep. And so that's the thing is like I, the evolution of social media is gone from that to that. Who knows what the fuck it's going in the future, right? Like whether it's going to stay on Facebook, whether it's going to start going towards fucking whatever platform, like we all, me and you are always like, oh shit, what's next? Yeah. What's new? And how can I stay on top of the game? But right now it's like whoever has the most honest message that re- that's relatable to me, fuck yes, I'm in. Yeah, it's true, man. I mean, that's, that's how I look at it is, is the whole principle of the lighthouse like i talk yeah. about all the time is like i just share what i share yeah. and it's me and it's like if you like it cool if you don't like it cool like right. I, this is just my platform my microphone if you will my megaphone and i just yeah. get to share what i share and i think that you're seeing there, there's become so big there's so many quote-unquote influencers and yeah. people and you know 19 year olds popping up selling you courses of how to make millions of dollars yeah. and i'm like bro you still live in your mom's fucking basement and it's cool and all yeah but that has a shelf life and 100%. the people that that, that uh that have become very 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 transparent where you know who they are yeah. and you know what they do like you know a- andy's dog's names yep. right and 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 a lot of people know my kids names they see me racing my truck yep. with my son and you know we're down in mexico and guys will come up and meet my son and know his name yeah. and because i'm transparent with my Same, life dude, and it's like the go good to my the wife bad. all the time say i feel like i know you and they yeah. give her a hug and she's yeah. like she's like you don't think it's a little weird it's like i expect it because of how much my yeah. phone i don't know you know, the people that support what I do, man, they know what I, I post about my wife all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, my kids. You know, yeah. Exactly. And, but that's, that is where someone, and that's where, you know, it's funny. I had this conversation with my wife the other day. Um, that's where we borderline on this different, different world of shit, right? The, the relationship thing. So there's a, we come from a time where usually it's the handshake relationship. I meet you, we have coffee and this and that. And then you have the people that are just fans and just like every post, whatever. And then you have the ones that you communicate with that I don't call them fans. I don't call, they're actually social media friends, right? They're, they're, those are friends and I can know shit, never meet them for four years and show up in fucking Chicago and have dinner with them and nothing. It's like, we've known each other for years. Yeah. And that is like, my wife's, you don't think it's weird. I was like, fuck no. Cause some of those people are the motherfuckers who support me more than my own closest friends. True. They know when I fucking post something and things are not hard. They mess me right away. Hey bro, everything good. You need me, hit me up. Yep. Why, Why is that? It's a, it's a trip, man. It, like yeah. I, 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 I've got a, my book that I wrote last year, there's only two pictures in it. Yeah. It's one, there's one of me and there's one of buddy of my buddy, Mark Evans. Yeah. And we're both smoking cigars. And what's really trippy about this is. In your, um, your book. In my book. In the name of it, name of it. How to make shit happen. Yep. Wrote so it last year. Yeah. Um, it's been phenomenal. 103, <laughs> 104,000 copies. It's just killing totally it. went viral. Yeah. It's on Amazon, the whole deal. Um, but I, I put those pictures in there. Like I talk about business in yeah. my business section and I'm like, this is a dude that I'd never met before. Yeah. And we shared an affinity for cigars, right? Yeah. He was a cigar guy. I was a cigar guy. Yep. Somehow our paths crossed on social media. I don't remember how, I don't know, right. whatever. But it, it started where we would like, you know, just we're both entrepreneurs, business yeah. owners. And he'd send me like a picture of him smoking a cigar. I'd be like, dude, make it a badass day. And then I'd send one. And literally That's dozens so- and dozens and dozens of these pictures came yeah. back and forth. And then about a year and a half after this, yeah. like we, we, it's almost like I know this cat. I know yeah. his wife, like we've never met right and i get a phone call from him and he's like hey man i'm going to be down in the virgin islands on a yacht for a week do you want to come down and hang out the very first time that i met him face to face was with his son and his wife on a hundred foot yacht in the virgin islands yeah you stop and think about that this friendship this relationship was built 
100% through social media. We had never, who, who would go spend four or five days on a Absolute boat fucking stranger. with a complete but fucking it's not stranger. A stranger? But we weren't. It's like yeah, we knew it, each other and it, was, it wasn't awkward. It wasn't whatever. It is, and it is we almost a, a more intimate relationship yeah. than fucking some of your friends, man. Yeah. Because why, why is that relationship so important? I don't know why, but it's, for me, it's the same, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I think you add value. Like, that's the thing I always talk to my clients about and I share, and it's something you and I were talking about earlier. Yeah. There's a lot of people that share the, you know, the funny videos of the fat kid falling off a skateboard and yeah. like you say the dick fart jokes and the whole thing. But then there's a lot of people that add significant value. Like you say, like yeah. when you're, people can vibe and tell and yeah. they'll message you or they'll, they'll legitimately read your post and then engage with it versus yeah. just like, 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 just to, just to say that I liked his post. Yeah. And there's, this is like what I'm finding is. I'm always talking to my, my clients about adding value, yeah. right? Like you see something legitimately engage with it. Like if it's just like being at dinner with somebody who's yeah. on their phone the whole time, you know, they're not paying attention. You know, they're not listening. Yeah. It's the same thing in the virtual world. Yeah. If you're just like, 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 and you never talk, you never say anything, you never add any value. Yeah. You never say, Hey, I had this experience or check out this link or yeah. go to this post without trying to sell me some shit, yeah. pedal me some shit or, or like solicit me for something, but you're legitimately adding value yes. to my space. That's something that I'm a huge believer in and you can legitimately build business relationships, friendships with people by giving a fuck. You Dude, legitimately give a fuck about a human being. More shit is it's crazy. Yeah, bro. More shit has fallen on my lap for business oh, opportunities. It's insane because people are like, Hey man, um, I know who you are. I've seen right. your posts, your character. You're, right. you're like, you have a good reputation. We would love to offer you opportunity to work with us. I'm like, uh, fuck yes. That's crazy. Like, yeah. How, why? Because I've been so fucking honest and also every relationship I've ever built, I've never fucking shit on people. Right. Like, like if someone reaches out, I, I answer back, you know, yeah. if, if, it, if, it, if they're trying to sell me shit, they'll know. Cause yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, bro. You know what I mean? If someone is just genuinely like, Hey, how's it? How's family doing? Good, man. Good. How's your family? And it's crazy. These relationships that I've built and like people, I call my friends, my wife's like, you can't call them friends. Like, no, I can't. Yeah. Like your world is different. Her world is different. Her friends on her Instagram, her fucking 300 followers are everyone she knows. My fucking however many followers, I don't know half these yeah. motherfuckers, but I have some good relationships. With, dude, there's a guy in the VA hospital that just had a surgery and I went to go see him. By chance, I was in fucking downtown Salt Lake. His wife said, hey, can you come see him? I was like, yeah. Can you see him? He's crying. I'm almost crying. His wife's crying. They didn't expect I was going to show social, up. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm the first. I was the guy to tell him to go get his heart checked like two years ago. So yeah, me and him became friends because we started talking about heart issues because I yeah. have a heart issue, right? So we, we we became friends and then I went in there and said, hey, motherfucker, it's time to take this shit serious now, you know? And so he's crying, his wife's crying, I'm getting emotional. I'm like, fuck. And my wife's like, how do you know him? Just through social, man. Through social, crazy. man. We both have heart issues, yeah. you know what I mean? And so it was, it's it's a trip, man. And, and to see, I think it's the the beautiful part of what social media <laughs> has made, you know what I mean? Like these these cyber fucking relationships are, to me have been almost more genuine than some of the closest friends I have. And that's the weirdest thing. Yeah. That's well, you can thing. use, you can use social media for whatever you want. Yeah. Like you can use a car for good or bad. You can use a fucking knife for good or bad. You yeah. can use social media for good I, or bad. I say the same. You I just choose for, to, to do good things with it. I choose to, yeah. yeah, I can speak my mind. I can connect with good people. And you know, like you said, I've, I've, I've made a lot of money off of it. Like yeah. I've connected, connected with some phenomenal people and done yeah. some great business deals. And I think, reframing that for people and understanding that no matter what you say, like going back to that, like you're going to be judged no matter what you say. Yep. Right. And I understand the political aspect and yep. saying, well, I'm going down this road. I'm going to take kind of a neutral road. And, and I get that. But for the average person, like listening, the average individual who wants to grow, you know, an influence or, yeah. or, or grow a business or whatever, whatever, 
you know, when you're trying to sell everybody, you sell nobody. Yeah. And that, I'm not just talking about products or no, Wismos or Gizmos, yeah. but like you're when you're to trying to everyone. be friends with everybody, you're yeah. going to be friends with nobody. Right. So it's like, who the fuck are you really? Like, what yeah. do you really believe? What do you really think? Yep. What do you really feel? And I feel like the people that do that the most, like truly, genuinely, yeah. they stand out. They just stand out because yeah. there's so much bullshit out there. Yeah. And the, like you said, those are the people that I seem to be drawn to that like Andy Frisilla, for example, yeah. Andy was on Periscope. I was on Periscope. I'd never met him before. Never spoken to him before. I followed him. He followed me. Didn't know. Like yeah. I knew who he was. He knew I was. And I'm doing a Periscope one day and all of a sudden I see Andy Frisilla like make a comment or whatever. I'm like, oh shit, I'm yeah. a fan. And he's like, yo, I'm a fan. We just all of a sudden slide yeah. into the DMs. I'm like, what's up, dude? What's yeah. up, dude? And, and we exchange phone numbers. And now we're really good friends. And we hang out. Yeah. And I ate breakfast with him the other day. And it's yeah. just like all through adding that value. And, and I think, you know, if you know people that just, I mean, for lack of a better word, they just suck. Yeah. Right. There's people that are just fucking, they just suck. Yeah. They're vultures of life. They set they're, they're constantly they're, taking, they're, taking, they're taking, 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 right. Yeah. And then there's the people that you're like, that's a good motherfucker. Yeah. I, that's a good dude. And, yeah. and I think if you become one of the, if you're genuinely one of those people, you're going to stand out from everybody yeah. else and you're going to naturally be drawn to that. People ask me all the time, well, how do I grow my influence or how do I grow? How do I meet some of these people? Right. Yeah. To me, it's like, just add value, bro. Like just fucking be that's a good it, human dude. being. And I promise you, like I was on Andy's radar. Andy was on my radar right. just because we had put so much value out there mm -hmm. in the marketplace that value level our paths crossed and yeah. now we have a relationship and we're friends but when you're constantly going to you or me hey buy my thing buy my thing buy my thing check yeah. me out check me out check me out click on my link click on my link click yeah. on my link it's like bro i get that fucking shit every day yeah it gets so old it's yeah. like dude who are you add some value to my life you know what <sighs> it's i'm saying funny, like when people say how do i grow my following i was like you don't you just do your just thing just be you man you be and you. shit will happen and, 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 Dude, there's some people that are not worth following. Right. You know what I mean? That, and there's some people that don't need to be acting. And there's some people that don't need to be cops. And there's yeah. some people that don't need to be fucking lawyers. True. It, it, it's, it's crazy. I've seen a lot of people that started in the, like, uh, like in the, in the social media world and started like all of a sudden wanting to be important. It's like, bro, you, you have to have a real message, right? Yeah. And you also have to ha like, you have to provide value. And if all you're doing it for is that empty fame, yep. you're a fucking idiot because right. that is, there's nothing in that, right? Like there's nothing, there's nothing fulfilling about being famous to me. I think that is the weirdest thing. I, I, I only enjoy being able to serve more people. That's where I'm fulfilled as a human being, right? I wake up thinking like, hell yeah, I want to provide service to more people. How can I help more? How can I use my fucked up message of my fucked up life? And how can I fucking turn around and fucking provide value for others to hopefully not fucking fall in my footsteps, right? right? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And and then the guys that just want to be famous, like that's a fear of like, okay, kids, my daughter says, dad, I want to be an actor. I was like, well, why? Oh, I just want those these red carpets. I want to wear, and I'm like, <laughs> like I'll bring you all the red carpets yeah, you want. Yeah, like, you, you don't, don't want, need to be an actor. Yeah, you for don't that. want to be an actor. You don't want to be an actor because if you want to be an actor, you would you would love the art of it. You would love the art of what we're doing, you know. And and that's the thing is, um, acting is is an art. It's an expression. It's a form of of being able to tell a story, and that's the beauty of it. And if you don't love acting for that reason, yep. why the fuck are you doing it? You're doing it for fame. Fuck out of here. You're fucking way off already, dude. It, it, it it's a short it's a short shelf life, and I've found that like the more the very first thing that I felt when I shared my story, like when I went through that, was I felt better. Yeah. And so to me, like one of my one of my dear friends and mentors, Jesse Elder, he he, he I was sitting in his house in Austin. And he's like, there's something that every single person on this planet wants. Black, white, gay, straight, rich, yeah. poor. Everyone wants to feel better. Yeah. And I don't care where you are. It doesn't mean that you feel bad currently, but if you're at a, <laughs> if you're at a nine, you want to be a 10. If you're a 10, yeah. you want to be 11. One, you want to be a two. 
And, and I've found that like the more I share me, the better I feel. And yeah. it's this weird thing because it is scary, yeah. right? It's like standing at the top of the cliff at the lake and you want to jump off into the lake and yeah. you're terrified and you do it. And what happens? You hit the water and you're like, fuck, I did it. Yeah. I want to go up a little bit higher and I want to go up a yeah. little bit higher. Right. And, and you feel better. You feel more confident. There's more pizzazz. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite books is, is the dark side of the light chasers by Debbie Ford. Nice. And she talks about vulnerability yeah. and she talks about how vulnerability is a superpower. If you ever see somebody who's like deathly afraid of public speaking, right? Yeah. They're sweating. They're like, I'm going to die. Yeah. I can't do this. I'm yeah. scared. Their fucking armpits are like yeah. dripping with sweat and they they get up there and, and, and whether it's in church or in work or whatever, and they're like, and they like black out. Right. And you, yeah. they get off the stage or whatever. Like, what did I say? I don't know. Fuck. That felt amazing. Yeah. Right. That feeling where dude, you were deathly afraid how, of how it. About, how about a fight? It, all of it. After right? a fight. Dude, all of it. You're, you're, you're I'm like, I'm I don't alive. even, I don't even know what happened. Like I walked into the cage, we locked the door, I blacked out. Boom. I won. It was great. But that, I mean, that's the beauty of it for me is, is like, I want to feel better. Yeah. And I have found personally that, all of my my history and my baggage yeah. and whatever, all the good and the bad, whatever, yeah. you know, holding all of that shit in yeah. made, I didn't feel good about it. And it yeah. was when I started letting these little nuggets out and it wasn't with this preconceived notion of, hey, everybody's going to love this. Yeah. I'm going to say this the right way that it's going to have everybody jump onto this yeah. bandwagon and buy my t-shirts. Right. It's like, no, dude, here's who I am. And, and as I've perpetually done it over and over and yeah. over, number one, it gets easier. It yeah. gets easier to jump off the cliff when you just keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. It gets easier to, you know, I mean, you still get, I still get terrified when I fight. Fuck yeah. But I fuck fucking, yeah. but this you get better at thing, it, right? Every time you do it, like, okay. I mean, Mike Tyson talked, one of the most feared men yeah. in history, his, his biography talks about how he used to become violently ill he would physically throw up before his fights. And he's oh. like, the closer I got to the ring, something flipped in my, in my brain. But even the best in the world get nervous, get Bro, scared I of was, that shit. I would hope someone would stab me from the crowd. I'd hope I'd break an ankle. <laughs> I'd hope my fucking opponent didn't show up. Like yeah. everything. And then I get in the ring and I'm like, fuck, it's go time. Let's <sighs> do this. I can't do nothing about it. And my dad, I'm like, I don't want to disappoint my dad. And right. just, you know what I mean? As soon as you get hit, it's like game on. But yeah. it's like, I hated it. Dude, before every mission, dude, every mission, I'm sitting there praying like, oh Lord, Please get me out of this one, man. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Why, why, why do I, what am I doing? And then as soon as that fucking gate drops and I jump out of that fucking striker, it's like, go. Yeah. And everything shuts off, dude. And fucking that's where training takes over and everything else. But then you come home from a dope ass mission. You're like, fuck, I love this shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, that's why I think it's so, you know, you and I've talked about this doing, you know, it's, it's really, really, really simple to read about fighting yeah right it's easy to watch yeah. all the documentaries it's another thing to get in the ring it's yeah. it's one thing to read about somebody's story we read biographies yeah. we read about these legends the carnegie's yeah. the rockefellers the steve jobs of the world and it's really easy to like absorb somebody else's reality right. and then like live vicariously through there it's yeah. another thing to like you said get out of the striker to get in the ring to speak those words yeah. to go to your whether it's as simple as having a conversation with your children yeah. or your lover or somebody right even just like quitting the job that you fucking hate yeah. and starting your own deal. People are deathly afraid of that. But once they do it, oh, it's dude. like, oh shit, there's this liberation. And then for me, you become hungry. You want more of it. That yeah. feeling, you want more of that feeling. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, I've found that feeling and not only sharing my story, but like I saying, engaging with people, going even deeper yeah. to conversation. Like Joe Rogan, he's a perfect example. He's like, incredible. Dude, Joe's not only really, really, really smart, but Joe interviews people and talks to people that he has no business talking to. Oh, fuck like no. brain, like sci scientists, like fucking people, like nuclear fission scientists yeah. and shit. Like I know nothing of that. He knows nothing of it, but he's hungry for more and he wants to yeah. learn. And, and now he becomes educated to that. And it's, I, I guarantee you, 
it'd be terrifying to sit down with with Elon Musk and try and carry on a conversation. What the uh, fuck am I going to say to Elon fu- Musk? Yeah, bro, I don't. You would you would sound like a fucking idiot. You know what I'm say saying? He'd be like, "What? That's yeah. your question, bro? Yeah, that's your exactly. question." You're like, "Oh shit, my bad." <laughs> well, I, 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 that's what I Magnets, thought about. Why you know? do they bounce off each other? <laughs> You're like, "What the fuck?" But that's the thing that's cool is like the more scary shit you do, yeah. The more not only accustomed you come to it, but it's just like anything else. The more you lift the weight, the 45 pounds doesn't change. 45 pounds is always going to be 45 pounds. Scary yeah. shit's always going to be scary shit. But the more you do it, the better you become. The stronger you get lifting that weight. The weight never changes. The scary shit never changes. The conversations never change. Jumping off that cliff, it's always going to be a 100-foot cliff. Yep. No matter whatever. But the more you do it, the more accustomed you get to it. And, and then it's like it becomes easier to do, yeah. right? People are like, oh, how do I still like... I don't know. What do I say? It's like, do I just sit down and go live on Facebook and talk about my whole childhood? It's like, no, motherfucker, who are you right now? Yeah. Like, Open yourself up to the world, but open yourself up to you. Be comfortable with who you are. Acknowledge yeah. like, yeah, I can talk about my shit because everybody else is dealing with shit. You know, it's the weirdest thing that, that, well, it's the thing like people just don't like to do it, right? Yeah. Like how invulnerable it is. They're scared to take that next step, but it's like, there's so much therapy in that next step. There's I was, so I was much. in Phoenix just as, 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 you were talking about this. I was in Phoenix last year speaking uh, to a marketing group. There's about 450 people in the yeah. room. And I'm talking about sales and marketing and social media and the whole yeah. thing. And in the middle of this, like God's like, all right, you need to ask this question. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, how many of you in here have ever thought about killing yourself? And it's like, the, slow, like the, tra- the train wreck, right? the slow motion, like <laughs> everybody's waiting for this train to derail. Yeah. Like, oh shit, Waylon's going off the hinges. I'm like, no, for real. You know, I raised my hand. I'm like, yeah. how many of you legitimately, I'm not saying that you're suicidal. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're bad, whatever. But how many of you at some point in time in your life have ever thought about killing yourself, whether it's driving into a fucking cliff, whatever it is. Yeah. Damn near every single person out of 450 people raise their hands, yeah. right? And I said, I put your hands down. I said, now, how many of you have ever told anybody this? So I told everybody, look around. Like everybody had their fucking hands yeah. up. And I said, now, how many of you ever told anybody this? Yeah. Four people out of the yeah. entire room. And I said, that's the separation right there. That's yeah. the difference is that the, you know, 446 of you like think you're an island. Nobody knows how bad it hurts. Yeah. Nobody knows how dark the shit no one's is. Ever been there. And I'm like, the other four of you just don't give a fuck because you realize now looking around the room, everybody's thought about right. it. Everybody's scared. Everybody's walking through life. We got, you know, this is why like I talk about, what I talk about is, is the things that we've been programmed not to talk about sex, money, politics, yeah. religion, divorce, suicide, right. depression. Nobody talks about that shit. Cause it's not socially acceptable right. yet. Every human being on this planet is dealing with sex, money, politics, religion, 100%. family, things, suicide, depression <laughs> in one form or another. Yet yeah. those are the things we talk about the least. So for me, it's like opening my world up has allowed me to become real to a lot of people, but it's, you know, it's helped me feel better you, knowing you, that you it's, know what this else? is real. It's helped me be a better father. Totally. Hell oh yeah. my God, dude. So we, we live in obviously on the same subject of, of suicide. We live in one of the worst states for teen suicide yep. and it fucking terrifies me. I'm actually working on a, a project that I'll be hopefully speaking to a lot of the local schools and giving my approach to it as well as parenting side of things like, Hey motherfucker, yeah. are you not talking to your kids? Are you so scared that you can't tell your kids like, Hey, I, I told my nine year old, uh, my, my 13 year old, that is like, Hey, is there anything that you, you would be afraid of telling me anything in life? She goes a few things like what? She was like, well, about boys. I'm like, okay, I get that. But you could talk to your mom, right? She goes, yeah. I was like, okay. What else? She goes, well, if I was feeling depressed, I'm like, wait a minute. Why would you, why would you be concerned? She goes, well, I don't want you judging me. I'm like, mama, first of all, straight up, that's the last person. I'm, me and mom are here to be that for you. Say, hey, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Let's work on it. Let's and so I'm explaining to her everything. I said, you know, you're 13 years old, female. And I said, you know what I would say if you came to me and said you were pregnant? Like right now, if you said that, what I'd say? I'd say, okay, now what? 
Let's go. Let's go figure yeah. this out. So problem solving. Problem solve. Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do? We're in a world where people make mistakes fucking daily and shit happens and shit goes down. My kids should not be fearful of coming Dude. to me to give me their issue. Like, yep. no, no, no. Give me your issue. I'll take it. Let me bear it on my shoulders and let me fix it because that's who I am for you. I am your bounce back. I am your backstop. I am your fucking, your foundation. You, if my daughter was pregnant at 13, most of them would be like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out. Fuck no, right. bro. Right. Fuck no. That's the last I know thing me. that kid needs, I know man. me. I could have gotten a girl pregnant when I was young, sure. right? We all could have fucking made that mistake. And if my kid makes that mistake, what am I going to fucking, what am I going to yeah. fucking hang her for that shit? Fuck no. All right, cool. Let's start fucking figuring out what the plan is now. Dude, plain and simple. So huge, bro. And if people can't talk to their own kids like that, why the fuck do you think these kids are fucking uncomfortable just to bring up well, a problem? Because parents won't talk to themselves about that shit. Bro. Like we won't talk. We, 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 the people, like we as a co collective community, we don't talk about this deep shit. We don't talk about the things that are really yeah. happening in our life because, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you're going to be judged. You're worried about your yeah. neighbors. Like nobody would put a Trump sign in their yard because the neighbors, they were worried yeah. about what people are going to say. Like, think about that for a second. Like I've got three kids, got a 16 yeah. year old, a 13 year old and a nine year old. My right. daughter's my oldest, which is like, she's, she's, she's well. beautiful, drop dead, gorgeous, beautiful young. I mean, very, very, very charismatic. The boys love her. She's yeah. got lots of friends and stuff. And, and I, and, and a number of years ago, you know, I, I, I grew up in Mormon culture and the right. whole thing. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting by the fire. This is right after a divorce and mom's still very much yep. religious and yep. I'm having a beer and she's like, dad, what are you drinking? I was like, this is an, an adult drink, whatever. Yeah. I try and snowball the whole deal oh, and course. push it to the yeah. side. Yeah. And she's probably 11 or 12. And the next day she was super like standoffish with me. I'm like, what's up? What's up? What's up? She's like, dad, I know that you were drinking a beer last night. And I'm like, okay. She's like, I don't care that you were drinking a beer but I don't like that you lied to me about it. And this is from like you, it's the, beautiful. The, the beautiful. Mouth, from the mouth of babes, right? right? And, I, and in that moment, I looked at her and I gave her this huge hug and I said, I will never lie to you again. And I realized that like, I've got two choices. I can try and pretend that real is not real and I can bubble wrap these kids. Fuck, and bro. some way, somehow, my boys are going to learn about jerking off at school yeah. or titties or yeah. pussy or whatever, whatever from right. somebody. Right. Or I can be the dude, the dad who's like, wide yeah. open with everything and not in this way where I'm like okay kids Whoa, like, here's a yeah. big poster of a pussy yeah. this is what it looks like and here's what you do to it and, and yeah. let's motorboat them them boobies yeah well, no, but it's not, like not in, dude, a, in, in a fucking in a, in a mentorship right. style right. son this is there, here's there's no hiding this this yeah. is a thing called sex okay yeah. and and men have penises women have vaginas yep. you know and it's Depression, most appropriate way. I mean I talked to my daughter about this because she's very 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 emotional <laughs> she, she and I are very alike and I talk about my stuff yeah. and I talk about being depressed. I talk about having bad days. Like, yeah. like people ask me all the time, dude, how are you always on? I'm like, I'm not no. like, there's days I want to burn the motherfucker to the ground. Oh, there's I, days where at two in the afternoon, the I everything. literally want to kill every single person that I see. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, today's fucked. I'm either going to get on my Harley. I'm a ride for a couple hours yep. and that zones me out. Yep. I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode. I go to a movie. I talk to my kids about this and, yeah. and like, I'm like, look, there's days that you literally want to like stab every single kid in class with a pencil. Yeah. I get that. That's real. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. That's normal. Yep. And I think we, we, we live again, this, this society and this culture of just suppressing all of the real things. Yeah. And I've chosen as a follow, what you're saying with like all the dads, yeah. all the moms listening right now, there's nothing more important that you will do as a parent than tell your kids the truth. The truth. It might be hard. 
It might be scary. You it know? might be like the first time I ever talked to my son about jerking off. Yeah. Right. I'll never forget it because it was this awkward thing and it was whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, look, it's, dude, it's, it's a here's the deal. Right. Like, this is what happens. Like, no bullshit, whatever, whatever. Are we on the same page? And we open up this huge conversation about yeah. it. And it wasn't, it was awkward at first. It was awkward for me. It was awkward for him. But then it was like, it's like, this is real. Oh, and now we have this relationship where like we can have real conversation yeah, about so, it. If he has a question, he already like, oh, God, I stand. We already yeah. fucking broke that barrier. Yeah. We, you now, break, and you, I'm not uncomfortable to talk to my dad about this because obviously we've already had this oh, talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, I joke with my son like, hey, if you're taking a 45 minute shower, you're probably shaking the snake, dog. <laughs> you know, and he's like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? But he knows like, hey, dude, let's go. Right. Like, you right. know, they don't take that long to take a shower. And so like, you know, I'm a boy too, bro. And I right, get it. I you get know? it. And so these things like, why the fuck is that hard? It right. should not be. You should be the one, the voice of reason in the household. I, th I talk about a thing called a power base and you walk into a room right away when, with soldiers. I walk into a room with Ranger on my shoulder with all these fucking things and I have this power base through the roof. They're like, holy fuck. Once I open my mouth, if I fucking lie to them at all, mm -hmm. that power base drops because these kids are brilliant. Yeah. Kids, Dude, soldiers. kids are so smart, bro. So smart. So my kid, if I ever lie to my daughter, all she'd have to do is Google and be like, all right, dad's full of shit. And yep. for the rest of her life, she's going to have the less respect for me because I felt like lying to her yep. the fuck out of here. She's always asked me about my divorce. And I said, Hey, look, look, you know, she asked me about my, my second one. I'm like, look, I didn't make the best decision for the family. I thought I did. I was trying to do right. And I said straight like I fucked up, dude. Yeah. Like I didn't pick a good fit for the family. And I hate that I've had her around long enough that you guys got attached and I hurt you guys again. My bad. I fucked it up. But I told her that I pulled, yeah. told the two older ones who could understand that, you know, and why the fuck wouldn't I? Who the fuck am I to hide around behind? Like, oh no, she fucked up. I'm like, no, yeah. we both weren't a match, dude. And it was straight up was because it just didn't fit the family. And I hate that they got attached to her. You know what I mean? She blames like, she, she's kind of a tomboy. She's kind of an athlete, you know? And she goes, oh, I blame it on her. I'm like, yeah, blame it on me. I, yeah. I'll take that. Cause like, you know, I thought I was doing good for the family and I fucked it up, you know? And that's something forever I'm going to hold oh, yeah. on me and I'm going to be like, okay, Learn from that. Learn well, from that. Well, that's the thing they know? will. And, and I think like the whole thing about blame, like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm in this space where, you know, you talk about like right and wrong, like yeah. what's right and what's wrong. I mean, really where did, not to go down this freaking crazy ass rabbit hole, but like what is right and what is wrong? I mean, <gasps> depends who you talk to and the morality yeah, the, yeah, of where the, you were yeah, raised. Yeah. And what, I mean, right. some people think having multiple wives is, is totally cool and acceptable. Right. And other people think that's absolutely fucking nuts, right? Yeah. So like I'm trying to get to this place where, but for instance, with, with my daughter, um, because my ex-wife is like still very, very religious yes. and very structured and these things like based off of that faith basis, you know, drinking is wrong. Smoking is right. wrong. Having right, sex right. is wrong. Everything, and, you yeah, know, I was yeah. living with my girlfriend. I'm smoking cigars. I'm drinking whiskey. And she came over one day. And it, again, like I have this insanely amazing relationship with my daughter and she was in this funk. She's very emotional. Yeah. I'm very emotional. And we yeah. vibe that way. Like we, we've right. seen like energy workers and empaths and they're like, you guys are like the same thing. <laughs> She's the female version of you. And that scares the shit out of me because yeah. I know how fucking ridiculously and crazy my brain is. And she's totally tripping. I'm like, what's wrong? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Right. So finally I grab her arm and I pull her upstairs and we sit down. I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, just burst open. Like, I'm confused, dad. I'm confused. And I was like, yes, here we go. I'm like, what's up? We sat down on my, on in my bedroom floor and talked for like yeah. three hours about God. Yeah. Right. And we'd never had this conversation. She's like, well, mom says this and, and whatever, whatever. And I'm like, well, how do you feel? And we had this conversation yeah. about like, We'd never had this conversation. Most people right. would never have this conversation it's, about it, the yeah. feeling and reality. Yep. And what do you think? And if God came down, like, is dad a good dad? Is he a bad dad? Is mom a good right. mom, a bad mom? And it, and, it, and it shifted everything from this, like, what's right and what's wrong? Yeah. To how do you feel? Right. You know what I mean? How do you feel inside? Right. Yeah, here's what 
the Bible says, the scriptures right. say, whatever, right? Now run with that. How do you feel about that? Right. And and I think the more, and this goes back to what we were talking about before. It's the same thing in, in, in the political world. It's the same thing in the yeah. social media world. There's so many people that are trying to, like, my way is the only way. No, and if man, you're that yeah. dumb to legitimately think you know everything, yeah. like, we haven't found the edges of the fucking universe or the bottom of the ocean yet. Right. We think we're really fucking smart. And I realize, like, I've traveled all over the world. We haven't found world. a Sasquatch yet, bro. Bro, I, I think I, I know where he's at. We'll, but we'll like, talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> off the record. But, like, if you think about it, I've traveled the world, and I've barely even scratched the surface of and, seeing any of it. Right. No, you know, sure. and if you really think about, there's billions of books and literature and things and ideologies and, yep. and belief systems and all of these other things. So, so I think this is kind of goes back to the, me being as a, a parent. I love that. I love talking about shit with yeah. my kids. I love diving down the rabbit hole with them and trying right. to solve problems same. or whatever. But it's the same thing with, with us, just as humans. Like yeah. we're so like, this is the only way and this is yeah. it. And it's like, if you don't believe how I believe, do what I do, smoke what I smoke, roll how right. I roll, you're a piece of shit. And it's like, for like, if you're that narrow minded, right. like open yourself up to, is it possible that there's more? Is it possible that, that yep. there's something deeper here that I don't know? And when you look at you're, somebody, you're wrong. Yeah. It, it, right. And, and even if it's not right or wrong, do you know everything? Yeah. I sure as fuck don't. So that's why when I sit down with people, I'm like, here's how I believe this yeah. is what my, what my morality is. But like, it's crazy. I want to learn more, you know, people, and, people live on this. <clears throat> the people that live on that, it's either this way or that way. Right. It drives me crazy. I'm it's, like, is it's it? Nuts, is man. there? Is it, like, there's not a black or white. There's a lot of gray in our world. A right. lot of fucking gray. And I always try and find that gray, right? I would say when like when I teach my kids like about faith, but I also teach them about like, all right, here's what the Bible says. Here's what here's what Christianity says. Right. And here's what reality says. Right. You choose. You yeah. know what I mean? And and you can also go research more. Like I always do that, but I do that myself. Like right. You know, is is it morally correct to be able to 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 be doing you know anything you know whatever in in faith? I don't know, but does it make me feel good? Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Do do I feel like I'm serving a purpose? Yeah, like so. You know, I'm going to take my word for it, right? I'm going to do what I feel is right. I don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks about that. Yeah, Even my own true. pastor, who I love, my pastor. But if he didn't like them, like cool, I'm living my life, Dude, bro. I, I I get I talk about God a lot because I. Look, I've seen I've seen three babies come out of a woman's vagina, and yeah. you can't convince me that that happened by a bunch of rocks colliding in the cosmos. Right. I can't explain it, right? right? I can't prove to you that God exists or is real, and right. you can't prove to me that he's not. People always say this right. to me, prove to me that God's real. I'm like, prove that he's prove not. not. Well, the onus is on you, and whatever. I'm like, no, motherfucker, you can't show me that he's not. I can't no, show science, this. Science so, itself cannot ever predict. It so let's just leave it at that, yeah, right? It's, it's questionable. Yeah. Totally agree. But like, when you stop and think about that, that's a beautiful thing. To yeah. me, that's a beautiful thing. So, so it's like... I want to absorb and, and learn as much as humanly possible. Yeah. But like you said, I want to feel good, man. Yeah. I don't think we were put here and, and we, we could talk about God all day long. I love the conversation, but like as a father, right? Yeah. I, I don't have a room in my house that is set on fire that when my kids act like shit, I throw them in that fiery right. room and they just burn to death. Right? right. And you stop and think about like, why are we really here? Like I've been programmed since I was a little kid. I grew up Catholic. I was yeah. Catholic for 16 years. You know, you're going to go to hell. You're going to go to hell. Oh, it's like this yep. fear, this fear-based living. And I'm like, bro, as a father, I don't want my kids running around, coming home every day, going, I hope my dad doesn't whoop my ass. Yep. I want my kids to come home and be happy and be like, dad, let's go explore. Let's go do this. Yes. And that's how I envision this existence to be. Yeah. But there's so many people that are the exact opposite of that, that are like, this fear is the deal. You're either yep. on board or they're you're going to hell. They're, and I'm like, you know, they're like, yeah, it's, what it's, the fuck are you talking it's about? It's a tyrant, man. It's, it's like, crazy. Listen, listen, you listen to my way or I'll fuck you. And yeah. Like, uh, wrong. Listen, work like that wrong, man bro i fucking i'll listen to what you have to say and i'll fucking make my own fucking as a opinion parent that. if you're a parent think about your kid my kid could fuck up over <laughs> and over and over and over and over 
And guess what? It's still my kid. Dude, I'm still going to love that kid. Yeah, dude. My, my mom kid did. Could be, my kid if my mom on, had given up on me, bro, I'd have been in prison or dead bro, so many times over. But she didn't. My kid can be in prison for fucking murder, and I'm still going to be like, look, man, you're going to serve your time because right. that's what you need to do. Right. But I'll never stop loving exactly. you. Exactly. Never. And, and that's just the facts of it, dude. Truth. And fucking, now, I can try and I can try and spend 87 Bible script verses and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, fuck that. That principle in and of itself. Yeah is real and it makes sense yeah, it's, right it's, well the bible says it's it, it, like just put all of that shit away and, yeah. and realize do you want your kid if they make a mistake to spend the rest of their life and, or, or 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 infinity in in the fiery room in your house yeah. no you don't even have yeah. a fiery room in my house yeah. i've told my daughter i said you know if you told me you were gay i don't give a fuck right like i don't care and she looks at me because you know we'll make jokes and when the boys are acting like, hey, stop being, stop acting like a girl. I'm like, all, all that stuff is just me being dad, being yeah. a silly dad. I don't care. Yeah. If my son says, Dad, I'm gay. Okay. Yeah. What well, do you think I was gonna flip out, bro? Because I'm not. Yeah. I don't care. I'm still gonna ask you to be a good man. Right. Be a good person. Be respectful. Have manners. Work your ass off to fucking help society in any way possible. Whoever the fuck is holding your hand, bro, male, female, I don't give a shit. Yep. I'm asking you to be the man that I raised you to be. That doesn't mean a fucking a straight man. That doesn't mean anything. It means be a good fucking person. Yeah. And that's it. And if you as a parent don't see it that way, it's like, okay, cool. But I tell you what, man, I know my kids tell me everything. And then when they're uncomfortable, mm -hmm. my son says, dad, I'm getting bullied. I'm like, look, you want me to go to school and fuck everyone up? Cause I will. <laughs> right. Well, you think know? about it, man. Like I don't, and I tell this to people often. I know, I know you agree with this. I don't remember a whole lot of like the things that my parents told me when I was a kid. I remember yeah. the punchlines and certain yeah. things. But I remember what they showed me. Yeah, and I, and I and I remember that, and and I know damn well that it, like this is the hypocrisy of being a parent is you know don't do drugs while they see you doing drugs, don't right. drink they see you drinking. Right. Like I just like at the end of the day, man, my kids are gonna remember me for what I did. Yes, and what I showed them and how they felt, and and that's why for me living my life like racing my truck with my son right. and riding my horse with my daughter. I realized after working 20 years, basically 20 hours a day, yeah. that this wasn't the reality that I wanted for my kids long-term. And so it was like, instead of building a business and then trying to fit my life into it, after my midlife crisis at 31, 32 years old, I was like, all right, what do I really want, right? And I want to live a life where I, I can do the things that I want to do. So it was like, I decided what I wanted to do with my life and then I built a business that would support that. Yeah. And I look at it and I realize, I look at my kids every single day, like, like I, bring, I can tell my daughter what a gentleman is like. Yes. Or I can bring her flowers to her school, open up her door, take her to dinner, treat her well. Yes. Like my, my daughter is, I don't want to say programmed, but my daughter walks up to a door now and if I'm with her, she'll just stand there because yeah. she knows I'm like, don't grab the door when I'm there and I'll open the door, right. go to the car and I'm opening up the door right. and like we have that respect and it's yes, please. Yes, yeah. you know, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It's just how I was raised. And so right. I can tell my son how to be a gentleman or he can watch me be a gentleman right. because at the end of the day, that, that hypocrisy, if, you, if, if, if you're a parent and you're telling your kid this is what you should yeah, do, do and how you should do, as it. I do and then you're Bullshit. doing something else that's why they end up the same that's that perpetual motion yeah, of, of, no, of going it's insane by you know? example 100% man 100% and I think people not only your children to me as a father that's my number one deal is it's like I'm I when my daughter chastised me during that experience I yeah. realized like fuck dude I've got one shot at this yeah. and if I bullshit these kids they're going to know I bullshit them. And, and then later in life, I can't get that back. So I yep. just chose years ago, like, this is how I'm going to live my life. And it's not, a lot of people don't, they don't, yep. you know, they don't understand that. They don't vibe with that. They, you know, what business does my 10 year old son have, 
have raced in the Baja 1000. I'm like, my son will always fucking remember where yes. he was and that that very first race truck that he ever got in right. with me. And my daughter will always remember riding horses as a little girl with her dad. She might not remember half the shit that I say, but she's always going to remember how yep. I made her feel. And I think that's huge, man. I think that's really like, it transcends not only the parenting, but but everything else. Like, like as you said earlier, when you meet people, yeah. they feel like they know you, right? Yeah. Because you're telling people the truth. Like, this yeah. is who I am, the good, the bad, the, the, the up, the down, the whatever you want to call it. And I really feel like, you know, I mean, that's my favorite thing is being a parent. My, it's literally, it's like, without question, it, 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 it's the still, highlight of my life. Yeah. It's the single greatest thing I've ever done. Forget all the accolades and the money and the houses and the cars and, you know, whatever else you have. It's like being able to be an individual who changes his direction from his family, you know, grew up in yeah. an abusive household and be able to show my kids something different. You know, to me, that's the joy of life. Yeah. Like that's what I, I wake up. I agree. Excited man. about what's I, what I get I, excited going to bed about. I you tell know? people that like, you know, I don't know life without kids, you know, yeah. cause life, my life started when my kids were born. You yeah. know what I mean? And so from then on my, every motivation, every, everything I do is to, one way, shape or form to benefit them. Right. Whether it's a message I put out there, hopefully they're going to read my book later on. Right. If, whether it's parenting styles that I, you know, whatever it is, like even, even just trying to make my kids proud of me has been the, one of the biggest motivators. Like I, I visually see, like I want them to be proud of what their father's done and what he's left behind for them to continue on with the legacy, you know? Yeah. That's why I, I, I really firmly believe. And I, and I talk a lot with like lions, not sheep and, and everything else is like, you know, the first thing that you're told when you get on an airplane is to put your own mask on. Yeah. And there's a reason for it. The, 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 the average guy would be like, Oh, I'd put my kid's mask on first or I put my wife's mask on first. Yeah. And it sounds really noble. Like yeah. it sounds really, really noble. Yeah. And the, the average dude, again, going back to that alpha banging right. his chest, like, Oh, whatever, whatever. It, the reality is there's no air to breathe on the plane. And unless you take care of yourself, unless you get your own mind, right, your own body, right, your own soul, right. You can't, you can't lead these kids and, and I, at the end of the yeah. day, like I can try and program them, but it, yeah. if the programming is bad and it doesn't work. So that's why for me, it's like, I'm so invested in myself yeah. in getting, you know, my mind right. And my body yeah. right is I can be a fat bastard and tell my kids to not eat sugar and shit, but I'm eating sugar and shit and they're yeah. watching me. So it's like, they're going to follow that. I mean, how many times I, do you yeah. see these morbidly obese parents with fucking fat kids? Yeah. And it's true because like, they're just following suit. Yeah. And so to me, like the, the, the essence of, of that masculinity, if you will, is being yeah. able to like hold yourself to that higher standard and, and to live a, a, a you know, a, a powerful life. Your kids are going to fucking watch that. My yeah. son was, I was down in Vegas speaking uh, a few weeks ago and, uh, and, and my son was with me cause we were racing the yeah. mid 400 and some of the guys knew I was down there. They asked me to come speak. And I'm like, dude, I'm bringing my boy up. I'm bringing my son up. And yeah. so I get up there on stage and there's four, four or 500 people there. And, and flat out, I just entered I said, guys, I want you to freaking make my son feel like a rock star. And I brought him up on stage with me and I'm like, he's experiencing this shit with me. Yeah. He was so scared. He's like, dad, I was so scared. I was like, I was too, bro. Yeah. I was too. And they called my name and the music's playing and people are cheering. I'm like, I was fucking terrified. And I, he, he experienced that. Yeah. And it's like, I could tell him what it's like. Yeah. I could tell him these feelings and these things and, can, and, or I can show him, yeah. you know? And I think that's so fucking important is guys who are listening to this girls, you know, like you've got to get your own shit straight. Yeah. And it's, it's the most important thing you'll ever do. It is the most important thing you will ever fucking do is to be a selfish 
human being and focus on you getting your I've, shit straight. I've talked about that. And then you can be an asset. That's what I've talked about. I just posted a video. It's called self-aid, right? In the medical world and in the tactical medical world, you got self-aid, buddy aid, a definitive care. Self-aid, you got it. Like if I get shot, I got to work on me first. Bro. Yeah. And then, and then once they're good, they can help me. And then right. once that's good, they can take me to bigger care. And that's exactly like, look, I can't try and help veterans until I can help myself. When I can help myself, then I can start helping other veterans. And I said that, I told these guys like, look, go fix yourself first. Once you fix yourself, then hop on this train and let's go help everyone else. Yeah. But you can't start even trying to help others until you, until you fix yourself first. Yeah, you know? it's true, man. And, and what's interesting is in, in our, our culture and our society and how we were raised, you know, this kind of goes against how we were raised yeah. because whether it's, it's a, it's a societal deal or even a religious deal, we were always told like, put everybody else first, yeah. put everybody else first, put everybody else first. You know, Jesus would do this and Jesus would do that and the whole thing. Well, if Jesus was, was starved to death and didn't have any food in his belly, he never would have been able to put his message out there. Right. He never been able to do what he's doing. Yeah. Like if I starve to death, my kingdom dies. And so I have this debate, if you will, conversation with people all the time. Like if there's one plate of food, who eats? And I'll tell people all day long, I do. Yeah. Because I'm going to fucking fill my belly. I'm going to go up in the mountains. I'm going to kill a, 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 a fucking elk. And I'm going to bring back food for a month. Yeah, and then my family will feed. But that's not how we're programmed. People no, think differently. And, well, and I give it all to my kids and whatever. Concept, yeah. Be like, bro, you're going to die then. And, and, and one of the philosophies that I believe in with, um, you know, and I know there's a lot of guys military there's people that we just see, have different yeah, viewpoints have de definitely, definitely and i'm interested the, i mean the king eats first is something i'm is, always saying i personally right? never heard that right and initially it's like, it was like man that's fucking crazy <laughs> but they like i'm not the guy that's gonna be like you're fucking wrong i'm the guy like look let me look into that let me yeah. think about that let me sit on that motherfucker for well, a while it, really and, think and, about it like really I, think I, I about see, that i see i see the argument and like it's the self-care if you're if you're neil taught me this yeah. like he was teaching me like room clearing and stuff like that and he's like if you go in if your number two dude goes down nobody stops like you keep Fuck going no. you step over Fuck him because no. he's got to take care of himself then everybody dies yeah so if you translate that to being a father right if I'm starving to death, I can't provide. Yeah. Straight up. Period. And now the nobility, right? If there's no air to breathe on the plane, I can say that I'm going to help everybody around me, but we all die because I can't physically do my job to help anybody. Yeah. So that's why on the plane, they, they even say it. It says right in the fucking manual, put your mask on first before yeah. your children, before your loved ones. And if you think about that, it's not because American Airlines doesn't, they're, they're trying to be like Jesus and no. do, do the noble thing, <laughs> yeah. fellas. No, it's because legitimately, if there's no air on that airplane and you try me, you try and go get my four kids, seven kids, people, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, I physically can't do that because I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. If I'm starving to death as a man, yeah. if there's no food and I've got five kids to feed and they all get little crumbs off this and then I die, guess what? If you go back old school, the go whole, back to the, the tribal whole, ways. The whole, the whole tribe dies. What do they do? They, uh, either, they either get taken over by another tribe and they become slaves of somebody else. This is history, 101. Or they die. Yeah. If you're out on the plains as a man and you've got nobody for 500 miles either way, if I starve to death, my family dies. Yeah. And so I firmly, firmly, firmly believe this because I did this for a long time. I did this in, in, in my marriage. And what was really fascinating is, is, is I was, we were getting, going through our divorce. We started seeing therapists and counselors yeah. and people, especially like ecclesiastical leaders. And they would always say the same thing. They're like, you know, Sean, love your wife, help your wife, serve your wife, yeah. do things for your wife. And, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking drowning, bro. Yeah. Like I can't, I don't even love myself. Yeah. I can't even do shit for myself. I don't feel good about me. How the fuck am I supposed to make this woman happy? Yeah. And these are the, the 
quote unquote uncomfortable things, but they're very, very, very real things yeah. to talk about in yeah. life. And I think this is why for me, like with what I teach and what I firmly believe in is like the king has to eat first because the more, the, the more well I am emotionally, psychologically, yeah. physically, the more I can do for others. Yeah. But the way we've been programmed is, oh, is yeah. no, dude. you know, do la- do it, do for everyone else. Yep. This is, it's a, this is a conversation that's definitely hard for me to swallow because it's yeah. not, it's not my norm, right? In my right. world of militaries, I let my subordinates eat first, right? And it's this weird mindset. And so hearing something different is like fucking blowing my mind. And, and I'm excited to go down that rabbit hole on my own and sit there and think about it, yeah. right? And then say like, fuck, I've never been the type to think like that. It's a trip. I try and, I try and bring everything for me, you know, I'm a simple-minded dude. I mean, yeah. I'm not very smart. Um, I did, however, take an IQ test recently, and I'm pretty fucking smart, apparently. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll put the links to my test in the uh, podcast so you guys can see. But I, I really do, like, I try and break everything down to the simplest form, and something that I really love is is I love not necessarily challenging things just to challenge yeah. things, but to really think outside of the box. Because for me personally, yeah. when I teach, when I coach, like with my clients theory is bullshit yeah unless you've done it seen it tasted it fucked whatever like yeah i don't speak i have to speak from what i know and what i know is what i've experienced like i know when i was going through a divorce the more i tried to serve everyone else i was drowning and i felt worse and worse and worse and worse now we can judge that 87 different ways post you know reality but i look at it and realize like the more i do me like my morning routine, for example, like I'm ruthlessly committed to it. Yeah. Because if I don't get my mind right, my head on straight, like before here, I come to the gym, it's, it has to happen. Yeah. It has to happen for me or else I'm a fucking dick. Yeah. And if I'm a dick, then I say dumb shit. I do dumb shit. That's when I lash out. That's when I'm a, a you know, I'm not yeah. a present father. So it's like, I have to have me taken care of in order to provide. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it is different. It's a different ideology. It's a different reality. But at the same time, to me, it just makes sense. Right. Yeah. And, and not everybody has to, believe that yeah, thing but my no. personal reality has shown that like you know if, if i try and do everything for everybody else it's just like selling right you're never going to yeah. sell anybody and so it's a it's a as a father it's something that i'm really trying to impress in my kids is is get yourself square yeah like get yourself right you know and I then you can help other people it's super important i think it's it's actually spoken enough and it's something that's I guess I think I've taken into my own account without even thinking about it. It's like when I started having health issues, I was like, you know what? I got to stop. I got to stop focusing on everyone. I got to focus on me for a little bit because yeah. everyone won't have me right. without my own health. You know it's what true. I mean? I, won't be, I can't be a father of my kids without being healthy and alive. Yeah. It's the same thing about money. I mean, if you think about it, like the broke can't help the broke. The poor can't help the poor. I know. And, I know. and, and a lot of people have a hard time with this because they're like, oh, I want to go, you know, a, a lot of Christian I want to go around the world. And I want to serve Jesus and I want to teach people about Jesus. I'm like, yeah, but you can't even afford a plane ticket to go to Thailand. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like I'm not, I'm not knocking you. That's just truth. Right. Yeah, so no, the fact like, is, what, fact what, is what, I need money. Like, what am I going? I'm going right now to an investment meeting to get money to hopefully fucking, you know, build a program that's going to help veterans. I can't help veterans without money. I really right. can't. You know right. what I mean? And that's the truth. And that's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not, it's not good. It's not bad. It's yeah, not, no, yeah, that, you know, right I, or wrong. I, I, it's just truth, you know, fact, and, man. and that's how I view a lot of things in life. I think that's something that, that is very poignant for people to think about and look at is like, if you stop looking outside for a minute and you start looking at yourself, you yeah. realize that like, you're the source of everything. You're the source of happiness. If you're, if you're not happy because of what Trump says, you got a big fucking problem. Yeah. If you're not happy because your boss is a dick, you got a big problem. Like yeah. if you can't find happiness in your own life and source that happiness and source that production, yeah. you got a big problem. And I think that's, what's really cool about life is, is 
having different people share different experiences, you know, it, you should be learning from that, listening to people, trying different things, experience. Yeah. Does, do I feel better? Or do I feel worse? Do I, do I like this diet? Do I like that diet? Do I like this job or that yeah. job? And if you're not testing things, like we're like Petri dishes, right? Our bodies are dying and being reborn all the time. Just yeah. science. Yeah. Same thing with your mind. Try this, try this, try this, try this, do these things. What feels the best? Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? You wouldn't just pop a whole bunch of vitamins just because somebody else says that they feel good and you feel like shit. Find something that works for you. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and it's, it's just funny to me how we, we typically end up being the, the last thing that we invest in. Yeah, and we wonder is, why life ends up, you know, the yeah. way that it ends up is because yeah. we invest in ourselves the least. Well, fuck, dude. You got me <laughs> fucked for the day. <laughs> we're, we're about to wrap this up, man. You know, any, anything you want to push, plug, pro, pr promote, anything? I know you have an app out. You know, how's that going? Yeah, it's really good. We, uh, we've, we've got the, um, the Droid version coming. It's called Meters, M-E-E-T-R-Z. It's going to be a big deal. It's, it's a really cool uh, Seems cool, man. I, I downloaded app. it. I'm yeah. excited when I get to LA, see, see where I can start. I, just pump, I pumped it out just to kind of get a vibe, and I really yep. wanted to get some good feedback, and we got a phenomenal feedback from people and some tweaks that we made, and so we've got yeah. about six weeks until we go full tilt <laughs> and push that out. But, uh, you know, I, I, I want to... I feel like we're going old school as a, as a culture. I feel like we're going back to those face-to-face -face meetings. I feel like yeah. people are kind of like, all right, cool. I got social media. I got, I got technology. Like I'd like to like meet a human being and yeah. sit down and have a cup of coffee. Yeah, for sure. And they, I want this to be the source of that. Well, it's cool because it makes it easy to connect with people that are local to you that can help you get whatever sure. mission you want done. You yeah. Know? Instead of like talking to someone in India, talking to someone in another country, like, like, look, dude, who's here in my area that I can connect with that, that is in the same world that I am. Like, in the production world, I'm always looking for people in production. So now I can actually use that app, hopefully, to find guys. Yeah. You know, the more people that download it, but I'll be able to use that app to find people in production that have the same mission as me, and I can actually go forward with them locally. Yeah, which is a really cool concept, man. Well, and even like the networking. I mean, a lot of the relationships that I have are people that I would not have been privy to based off a computer algorithm. That's something that, yeah. that I really like like really focused on with this app yeah there's no algorithms yeah at the end of the day like the guys who build my website i need guys like that yeah but they're they're like star wars nerds and i couldn't give two shits about star wars right you know what i mean right but if i'm constantly trying to fill my pipeline with people that are just like me yeah i don't get anywhere so it's right. like how do i meet new people and explore new people in different cities and all over the world yeah. you know that's what this whole that's what the whole app is uh is, Dope, is focused and it's on called so, meters meters m-e-e-t-r-z so you can Check that out. And then, uh, you know, lions, not sheep, yep. You can find me pretty much anywhere. If you you're have on your social podcast media. as well. You're yeah. still doing that. No, I, I did. I took a break. Yeah. I, I kind of got burnt out on it and, it gets, yeah, it gets, and, and it, haven't done it for a while, yeah. but I'm getting ready to relaunch it and cool. And put then it back you have out your there. book on Amazon as well. Books on Amazon, how to make shit happen. It's, it's cool. It's been, uh, extremely humbling. It. Yeah, it's it is. It, it is. It's the number one bestseller. It's been a number one bestseller for over a year. It's I on see. every shelf, Man. um, in the Amazon bookstore. I didn't even know Amazon bookstores existed. I had yeah. no idea. I thought Amazon was like purely online. I didn't know there too. And, it, and within a week, as soon as it launched, it was, um, number one and they put the number one bestsellers. And so somebody in New York, and somebody in Portland, Oregon, both sent me pictures like, hey, your book's on the bookshelf. I'm like, I didn't even know there was a fucking bookshelf. That's like, cool, I didn't even know that. Yeah. It's been really, really cool. That's Over cool. 100, 103, almost 104,000 copies, which for an un, unpublished, I mean, there's dudes with <laughs> big, you know, Westinghouse book deals that yeah. don't even come close to that in their first 12 months. So it's, it's oh, been really killer. cool. Yeah. It's good. Fun. Well, dude, I appreciate you taking your time Thanks, to come out here, man. It's cool Thank that you. we're finally able to link up and shit, you know, busy oh, yeah. schedules. We only live like three minutes from each no other. No fucking and, shit, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're all over the place. Well, uh, we'll link up again, man. I appreciate your time, brother. Thank you. All right, I'm out. <laughs>